welcome to Songs of Praise from 3ABN Australia Radio. Does Jesus care when my 
but gave him for us all. On earth there is no power, there is no depth or height that could ever separate us from the love of God in Christ.
This is Songs of Praise, brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio.
listening to Songs of Praise. Did you know that your baby boy 
has come to make you new This child that you've delivered Will soon deliver you Mary, did you know That your baby boy Will give sight to a blind man Mary, did you know That your baby boy Will calm a storm with his hand Did you know That your baby boy Has walked where angels tried When you kiss your little baby You've kissed the face of God Good that we remind ourselves 
anyone worthy? Is anyone whole? Is anyone able to break the seal and open the scroll? The Lion of Judah, who conquered the grave. He is David's root and the Lamb who died to ransom the slave. Is he worthy? Is he worthy of a blessing and honor and glory? Is he worthy of this? Yes. Does the Father truly love us? Does the Spirit move among us? And he shall bring 
The joy of the Lord will be my strength. I will not falter, I will not faint. He is my shepherd, I am not afraid. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord will be my strength. He will uphold me all of my days. I am surrounded by mercy and grace. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord will be my strength. I will not waver walking my faith. He will be strong to deliver me safe. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Oh yes, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength. You're listening to 3ABN Australia Radio's Songs of Praise. Comfort. 
Make a difference in what forever 
Savior 
You've been listening to Songs of Praise, a production of 3ABN Australia Radio. Welcome to 3ABN Australia Radio's book reading program. The book, The Ministry of Healing by Alan White, provides sound counsel regarding holistic health. It covers all aspects of living that contributes to good health like cheerfulness, fresh air, exercise, diet, and positive relationships with other people, to name a few. Crucial also is a personal relationship with our Creator, who gave us life and everything we need for health and happiness. In this book, Alan White deals with sickness of the soul and the healing balm to be found by trusting God in all things. Written in simple, beautiful language, Ministry Healing will point to a life full of joy and happiness, a life connected with the source of healing power. Let's join our book reader, Rosalie Ricards. Hello, this is Rosalie, and I'm reading from the book Ministry of Healing by Alan White. Continuing Chapter 5, Healing of the Soul. The woman had stood before Jesus, cowering with fear. His words, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone, had come to her as a death sentence. She dared not lift her eyes to the Saviour's face, but silently awaited her doom. In astonishment, she saw her accusers depart, speechless and confounded. Then those words of hope fell upon her ear. Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Her heart was melted, and casting herself at the feet of Jesus, she sobbed out her grateful love and with bitter tears confessed her sins. 
This was to her the beginning of a new life, a life of purity and peace devoted to God. In the uplifting of this fallen soul, Jesus performed a greater miracle than in healing the most grievous physical disease. He cured the spiritual malady, which is unto death everlasting. This penitent woman became one of his most steadfast followers. With self-sacrificing love and devotion, she showed her gratitude from his forgiving mercy. For this erring woman, the world had only contempt and scorn, but the sinless one pitied her weakness and reached her a helping hand. With the hypocritical Pharisees denounced, Jesus bade her, Go and sin no more. Jesus knows the circumstances of every soul. The greater the sinner's guilt, the more he needs the Saviour. His heart of divine love and sympathy is drawn out, most of all from the one who is the most hopelessly entangled in the snares of the enemy. Jesus does not desire those who have been purchased at such a cost to become the sport of the enemy's temptations. He does not desire us to be overcome and perish. He who curbed the lions in their den and walked with his faithful witnesses amid the fiery flames is just as ready to walk in our behalf to subdue every evil in our nature. Today he is standing at the altar of mercy presenting before God the prayers of those who desire his help. He turns no weeping, contrite one away. Freely will he pardon all those who come to him for forgiveness and restoration. He does not tell to any all that he might reveal, but he bids every trembling soul take courage. Whosoever will may take hold of God's strength and make peace with him, and he will make peace. The souls that turn to him for refuge, Jesus lifts above the accusing and the strife of tongues. No man or evil angel can impeach these souls. Christ unites them to his own divine human nature. They stand beside the great sin-bearer in the light proceeding from the throne of God. The blood of Jesus cleanses from all sin, 1 John 1, 7. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us? Romans 8, 33 and 34 over the winds and the waves, and over men possessed of demons, Christ showed that he had absolute control. He who stilled the tempest and calmed the troubled sea spoke peace to minds, distracted and overborne by Satan. In the synagogue at Capernaum, Jesus was speaking of his mission to set free the slaves of sin. He was interrupted by a shriek of terror, a madman rushed forward from among the people, crying out, Let us alone! What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. Mark 1.24 Jesus rebuked the demon, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. 
And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and hurt him not. Luke 4.35 The cause of this man's affliction also was in his own life. He had been fascinated with the pleasures of sin and had thought to make life a grand carnival. Intemperance and frivolity perverted the noble attributes of his nature and Satan took entire control of him. Remorse came too late. When he would have sacrificed wealth and pleasure to regain his lost manhood, he had become helpless in the grasp of the evil one. In the Saviour's presence, he was roused to long for freedom, but the demon resisted the power of Christ. When the man tried to appeal to Jesus for help, the evil spirit put words into his mouth, and he cried out in an agony of fear. The demoniac partially comprehended that he was in the presence of one who could set him free. But when he tried to come within reach of that mighty hand, another's will held him. Another's words found utterance through him. The conflict between the power of Satan and his own desire for freedom was terrible. It seemed that the tortured man must lose his life in the struggle with the foe that had been the ruin of his manhood. But the Saviour spoke with authority and set the captive free. The man who had been possessed stood before the wandering people in the freedom of self-possession. With glad voice, he praised God for deliverance. The eye that had so lately glared with the fire of insanity now beamed with intelligence and overflowed with grateful tears. The people were dumb with amazement. As soon as they recovered speech, they exclaimed one to another, What is this? A new teaching? With authority he commandeth even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. Mark 1.27 there are multitudes today as truly under the power of evil spirits as was the demoniac at Capernaum. All who willfully depart from God's commandments are placing themselves under the control of Satan. Many a man tampers with evil, thinking that he can break away at pleasure, but he is lured on and on until he finds himself controlled by a will stronger than his own. He cannot escape its mysterious power. Secret sin or master passion may hold him a captive, as helpless as was the demoniac of Capernaum. Yet his condition is not hopeless. God does not control our minds without our consent. But every man is free to choose what power he will have to rule over him. None have fallen so low, none are so vile, but that they may find deliverance in Christ. The demoniac in place of prayer could utter only the words of Satan, yet the heart's unspoken appeal was heard. No cry from a soul in need, though it fail of utterance in words, will be unheeded. Those who consent to enter into the covenant with God are not left to the power of Satan or to the infirmity of their own nature. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty, or the lawful captive delivered? 
Thus saith the Lord, Even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with him that contendeth with thee, and I will save thy children. Isaiah 49, verses 24 and 25. Marvellous will be the transformation wrought in him who by faith opens the door of the heart to the Saviour. Ezekiel 33.11 says, Say unto them, As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. And in Joshua 24.15 it says, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Subheading, I give unto you power. Like the twelve apostles, the seventy disciples whom Christ sent forth later received supernatural endowments as a seal of their mission. When their work was completed, they returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Jesus answered, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Luke 10, 17 and 18. Henceforth, Christ's followers are to look upon Satan as the conquered foe. Upon the cross, Jesus was to gain the victory for them, that the victory he desired them to accept as their own. Behold, he said, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Verse 19. The omnipotent power of the Holy Spirit is the defense of every contrite soul. No one who in penitence and faith has claimed his protection will Christ permit to pass under the enemy's power. It is true that Satan is a powerful being, but thank God we have a mighty Saviour who cast out the evil one from heaven. Satan is pleased when we magnify his power. Why not talk of Jesus? Why not magnify his power and his love? The rainbow of promise encircling the throne on high is an everlasting testimony that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16 It testifies to the universe that God will never forsake his children in the struggle with evil. It is an assurance to us of strength and protection, as long as the throne itself shall endure. End of chapter 5 Join us again next time when Rosalie Rickards continues reading from the book The Ministry of Healing, here on your station, 3ABN Australia Radio. listen to William Ackland as he shares a psalm from his paraphrase of the Bible called The Gift. Psalm 9, today's reading, is again a psalm from David and is for the choir director. My heart and my voice shall praise you, O Lord. I will make known all your wonderful works. I will delight and rejoice in you and daily sing praises to your name, my great King. 
My enemies shall try to escape from me, for when they see your presence, they will fall down and perish without a trace. You have spoken up for me in the courtroom, as you sat on your throne judging righteously. You have reprimanded the nations and have destroyed those who insult you. Their names are blotted out, never more to be remembered. The enemy is overcome by a superior power as their cities are raised and their places in the world is not known anymore. But the Lord will always be there. His throne secures true judgment. He shall judge the world righteously and in the midst of falsehood shall pronounce a judgment that will always be true. The Lord is a secure haven for those who are harshly treated, a refuge in the time of their trouble. Those who know you as their God will gladly trust you, for you will never forsake those who seek your face. Sing a song of praise to the Lord, all you who live in Zion. Tell all the people what he has done. When he defends the innocent, he will never forget them. His ear hears the cries of the afflicted ones. Please have mercy on me, O Lord. Remember the torments of those who hate me, for only you can snatch me from the gates of death, so that I can sing your praises in the gates of Jerusalem. Forever I will rejoice in your salvation. Those who spurn you have dug a pit that keeps them trapped. They are caught in a net which they hid for another but their own foot is caught in it. The Lord is known to deliver true justice, but the wicked person is caught in the stair they have made. Those who are wicked shall go to the grave, as will all the people who ignore God. For those who suffer shall not always be forgotten. Their hopes and dreams will one day be realised. Arise, O Lord, do not let people go their own way. May all the people be judged in your presence. Bring terror to them, O Lord, that the people of this earth may know they are only human after all.